Rolling around in PvP with the fire team, yup. Got my shotgun, got the hand cannon, not shooting heads. Doing what I can. That was Dead Man's Tale. Took it to the ground, underground, six feet. Now I gotta get back up again. Yeah. Ah. Moving to the Bravo with the fire team. It's a movie lotto. Take your ticket, take a seat. We see what's gonna happen. Bottom fragging, that's that sweaty game swagging. Yep. There it is, there it is, in. One more chip. Oh, fuck's sake. Okay. All right. Now recording in three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Guardian Hub Podcast, where we stay magical and talk about our love of the game. Tonight, we are not live. We are hiding in the podcast green room. And it is actually just me and Kato with candles, and he is shirtless. How are you doing today, Kato? Why does it always have to be me about this? <laughs> I don't Because it's a fact. doesn't change it. I know it just feels right, like though every time, just knowing that you're out sitting over there shirtless and just calling you out on it. <sighs> yeah, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> Other than that, how has your week been? Uh, it's been all right. It's finally starting to cool off here. It's kind of nice. Gonna have a nice, wonderful high of like sixty-one degrees tomorrow. Nice and cool. Yeah. It's better than the high 80s we've had, so. Yeah, I'll take the uh, 60, 70 temp any day. Uh, yeah. Not looking forward to the cold season coming up, but eh, this weather I'm okay with. Yeah. I've been uh, first day off and since Sunday, really. And Sunday's not really a day off because it's uh, birthday time. Uh, was like kind of a birthday party for my uh, youngest she did it with um, her cousin, and um, it was that was work setting up and running around all day, and yeah. then I worked a week straight last week. So that was uh, was it last week? Yeah, it was last week. My days blend together at this point. Mm-hmm. But imagine. other than that, I've been uh, I took today as an opportunity to rest, mow the grass, which by the way, electric mowers. Um, because I don't have a big yard. I switched from a riding lawnmower to a, an electric push mower. And that thing I had to charge multiple times. It's kind of awful. Not going to lie. I can see that. <laughs> I have too than, much yard for that. So, so you have a tractor. Like I a big should, Kubota. I should really buy one. Yes. <laughs> well, you should get on that. Uh, have you looked at the prices of those? Nah, it's expensive. Just finance it. You'd be okay. Uh, 
I'd rather not, but <laughs> you know. That is fair. And how has your week been in gaming? We did a uh, all clan run Monday. That was an all that was a rooted nightmares. That was was fun. Nice. I hate that raid still. <laughs> like <laughs> it's not um, that bad. It's a it's raid. Bad. It's bad. Okay. Uh, Tuesday did the I guess final story mission. I don't know. That was interesting. Kind of a letdown. Wednesday finally did a crowd run. Um got birded like four times during Crota. It's nice. <laughs> I remember that. It's kind of uh, awful. Yeah, I don't know what the deal was there. It was really annoying. Um right before this, I actually went and did the master challenge this week. Solid. Uh, it's it's interesting. It's definitely doable. So what is the challenge? This is the uh, witch's challenge? Yeah. Or Ute. So what do you have to do for it? Everybody has to have the chalice before you can pass it again. Mm. So you have to get five enlightens and then a deposit. And then you have to keep that same rotation and pick it up again. It doesn't seem too awful, but in Master, I can imagine. In in Master, it's one of those, if you get a death, you can kind of recover on first phase, but if you get a death on second phase, you might as well just wipe and start over. So you were pretty solid two-phasing it? Uh, It's it's a tight two-phase, if you're not... um, Definitely have to be on point. That's fair. Well, man, I um, yeah. What did you do this week? What did I do? I um, I worked Monday, <laughs> Tuesday. I worked late. Yesterday, I was with you during that crow to run, and then um, actually, uh, no, it was Monday. I actually did a raid. I jumped in and filled in for somebody. I believe. Did I jump in? I can't remember now. I might have jumped in. I did jump in for uh, the FUD raid on Monday night. Oh, I didn't know there was the a FUD raid. Yes. Oh, wait, yes, I did. Yeah. And then after uh, our crowd raid last night, actually Native messaged me, and they had one that uh, dropped out due to storms in this area, and mm. he couldn't get back on the internet, and uh, so I filled in, and uh, we cleared it, I think, first or second run after that so not bad and then other than that i've been playing some cyberpunk actually today tonight really the last couple hours have been uh, plugging away at that there's a lot of story there and uh, i got to a point where i'm like not sure really what happened because my character died uh after a mission and now i'm singing a rock band on stage and that's where i paused it and jumped over to this nice yeah, Cyberpunk's definitely interesting. Uh, running it on the new computer is nice. Everything seems pretty smooth. Um, I, I didn't play a lot when it first released to see all the glitches, but uh, now I'm enjoying it. It's okay. Me. 
And actually, I did, um, I think since the last time I recorded, I actually did uh, jump into Hogwarts Legacy again. Uh, I know that was a, a thing a while back when it first came out, but there was some stuff that I hadn't done uh, in the actual game. I kind of dropped it and forgot about it there for a while, but I jumped back in for a couple hours. Uh, it was one night within this last week or so, I jumped back into it. Nobody was on and doing anything, and I was like, nah, let me go back in. It's something different. So not bad. All right. So we have, I did not read the twid here this week. I don't know if you did or not. Uh, nope. There's a lot so, of changes coming into mid-season patch. Yeah. Let's pull it up here right quick. Uh, why I'm pulling that up. We did have a couple questions for the show we can knock out. One I'm going to save for next week when... Kingsley Mac returns from his uh, birthday shenanigans. So, Mr. Monkey, I'm not going to forget about uh, the Kingsley Mac question. Uh, so, first question from Dorath. Question for the show. My worst experience rating was doing King's Fall back in Destiny 1. We got to daughters, sisters, and people kept uh, dying during the platforming. The Sherpa, quote unquote, said the next person who falls is going to get booted. So, when the next person got randomly selected and fell, he got booted. Then I and the rest of the fire team left in the Sherpa alone in the raid. This caused me to give up raiding for a long time until I stumbled on a Twitch streamer, Syntax7. So after my little story, what is your guys' worst raid experience since your very first raid in Destiny 1 or Destiny 2? Kato, why don't you take the reins and go first on that? Worst raid experience or worst LFG raid experience? <laughs> I think they would go hand in hand, so... If um, I'm assuming your LFG experience was probably the worst overall, so why don't we hear that? Um, I don't LFG a lot in the first place. I do occasionally. The one that's really coming to mind is something very similar. It was actually King's Fall after it launched. Um, I was chasing that Sherpa emblem. So I was joining LFG is just trying to get it done and join this guy's LFG and. The dude that was doing it had no clue what was going on. He was just kind of there. But it was somebody else that had joined the LFG, was trying to take charge and just boss everybody around. And then comes to actually doing the encounter, doing the mechanics, and the dude has no clue what was going on. So it should have been just a simple explanation. We move forward and be done with it. This dude wanted to nitpick and try and force everybody to run what he thought they should run. And it was just a nightmare. And the sad part is the raid never even got done. Like, everybody else got tired of it and left. Like, I, I really felt bad for the guy. Interesting. But, yeah. So I don't know if I have a, a really, really bad one, but uh, one that sticks out uh, would have been my day one DSC was probably one of the one in most recent memory. And um, it was just because it uh, we got a group together and we were in there for a while and didn't complete it. For, if you know me, you know I don't sit still in raids and I like to go in and get them done. And uh, on a day one attempt, it's harder. And there's always a lot of personalities that clash. And yeah, it, that to me was probably the less than favorable one. It's just, uh, you know, butting heads, uh, people, some people butting heads and 
whatnot and uh, just not getting it done. But I don't, I've LFG'd a couple times and I think there was one that I joined. The guy just sounded toxic and it didn't, fortunately it didn't come together. So I don't think I ever ended up completing that particular one. Um, and then I had LFG'd one other time to complete a master challenge in Kingsfall and actually went fairly well. The team was nice. Everybody was cool, level-headed, and just chilling. So, um, yeah, I, I don't LFG. I just don't prefer it. So I, I couldn't say I, I really have really, really bad story to go on. Yeah, that's my thing. Is I really don't have a bad one where it was bad for me. It, it was mainly just you, you run across those groups where they're either really chill and willing to help people out, or they're just fucking assholes. Yeah, there there is no in between apparently. And I'm just the asshole that will uh, boop you around on the map while I'm waiting for somebody to explain. Yeah, <laughs> I can hear your sighs of disappointment every time I do it, Kato. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we do have a question from Average D2 Player. Question for the show. Do you think if Crucible was removed from the game, would we see a massive drop in players? Or do we think that Destiny 2 could survive without it and maybe even thrive? I would say there'd probably be a drop. I don't know if it'd be a massive drop. Um, could it survive? Yes. Would it be as fun? No. Yeah. Um... I know some of us, you know, we go play other games when there's kind of a downtime and content into the season kind of thing. But it's still nice to get together with, you know, a handful of people go into Crucible and just bullshit. Where there's no mechanics, there's no callouts, you're just going in and just bullshitting. Kind of nice. Yeah. So I don't... Um... Question says, do you think if Crucible was removed from the game, will we see a massive drop? I, I'd like to preface this by, I don't think Crucible will ever leave, but I would agree with you, Kato, that I don't think there would be a massive drop in players. I think uh, major, majority of the player base um, would still stick around just for the story aspect of it, but I think uh, you would definitely see a drop in daily user engagement. Um I don't know if it would necessarily thrive without it, but I do think it would be it would it would stay sustainable, or it would be a the game would sustain itself on story and PVE content alone. But I don't think it would be the result of having a massive player base. Right. I mean, if they got rid of it, does that mean they could focus on more aspects of the game? Would it be better? Would it be worse? I mean that's a it's a very big what if question. That would be a big rabbit hole to go down, because mm -hmm. um, there would be so much there that they could do if they had all teams focused on the PVE side and not have to worry about the crucible and the PVP aspect of it. Right, they wouldn't have to worry about balancing weapons and abilities, and you'd really have that power fantasy in PVE more so than we already do. Correct. This is a it, it, this is a rabbit hole. You wanted a short show. 
I am okay with wherever the rabbit hole takes us. I don't even know what time we started, to be honest with you. Um, I do want to touch on this question because I don't know if it was uh, talked about last week. Um, and you can tell me if it was. Um, if this one was from Nat- Native Raider, if you could take a weapon, melee or ranged, and an ability from another game and put it into Destiny, what would it be? Uh, yeah, it was touched last week, but you weren't there last week. So what's your answer? <laughs> gotcha. And I did listen back to it, but I couldn't remember if that was specifically in there. Um, melee or range an ability from another game and put it into Destiny. What would it be? Um, I don't know. I think Destiny has a lot of aspects from other games that I've played, right? Yeah. Um, I mentioned Hogwarts Legacy and the whole meme of everybody Revelio around to everything to highlight it, but you have that with your ghost. Um, yeah. You have your web-slinging space Spider-Man aspect now with Strand. And I don't know. I haven't played... I know Borderlands had a lot of, like, different and unique guns, but it's been so so long since I've actually played it, I can't remember what was in there. Um, That is intriguing. I might have to come back and think on that one for for a little bit. I, the one thing I would really like to see well, this is just me because it, it has Destiny has a lot of things in it that are in a lot of other games and um, I want a crossbow that's it I just want a crossbow <laughs> we have bows we have swords you know we have glaives just give me a crossbow I like that idea now, would it be a just like a bow with uh, just standard ammo, nothing special or heavy? I mean, you could make it special. I mean, I don't know. Make it heavy. I, I mean, do something unique with it. Make it an exotic. There you go. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, you I'm can gonna... live out your fantasy as a space cowboy if you really wanted to. <laughs> so, I mean, there's options. Like Destiny is so unique when it comes to weapons and abilities, it kind of fits a lot of different things. So it's kind of hard to be like, well, what do you really want that some other game has? Well, I want a crossbow. Yeah, I could see that. And I mean, it's got pretty much everything else: swords, glaives, axes, axes. Axe. Well, soon to have void axes. You have shields. I mean, you have a hammer. Titan's got a hammer. Yeah, Titan's got a hammer. Yeah, it's got everything. Yeah. I mean, what what else do you need? Right. <laughs> That's why I have trouble playing so many other games. Is because I always come back to Destiny. It's got everything I need. Yeah. Mute the mic for a second while I cough. And um, yeah, I I don't really know native. That's an excellent question. And uh, Mr. Monkey, again, I'll come back to your question next week, uh, but I will answer it temporarily and say his best birthday present is a night off of recording the podcast. You'll probably have a different answer when he comes back. Probably. All right. This week in Destiny. Um, you mentioned there are some patches or changes coming. 
yeah, they give us a preview of mid-season armor and weapon changes. Um, Antaeus Hordes are getting a change. And they're now going to require full class ability. So, sorry about your luck, Titans. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I don't use them. Yeah, they're kind of... I would say they're kind of a problem in certain PvP aspects. But... Oh, and they no longer provide an improved slide. Woo. <laughs> Woo. Uh -oh. Young Ahamkara Spine. Reduce the... Um, Reducing the health on the trip button. Oh, and they removed the 50% damage resist. That's a big change. And grenade energy is now provided on ability kills instead of damage. So that's a... It's an unfortunate change, but it is one that has been needed for a while. Like, 100%. That's the only two changes they're listing. So... Uh, weapon changes. Some machine guns are getting an increase to recoil globally and reduce the stability bonus on mouse and keyboard. I'm not reading all the auto rifles. There's some changes there. The SMG one, the recoil, uh, that would be nice. It's not a big difference, 10% in the broad scheme of things. But I use SMGs quite a bit. What do you, what do you mean? That reduce increased. Uh, oh, I was reading it uh, a little bit differently. I guess I uh, merged them together, so they're increasing recoil, not reducing it. Correct. Okay, so that's awesome because I use yeah, them the, a lot. They're reducing the stability on mouse and keyboard from twenty percent to ten percent, which is even the worse. I don't use it on mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of a kind of needed. There's some big auto rifle changes that I'm not reading all the way through. Um, pulse rifles are seeming to say. Uh, they're changing damage fall off on pulse rifles. Yeah, I'm not reading all this. This is the whole DES department here. Yeah, there's a lot in there about zooms and scalers and damage fall-off scalers, and the TLDR is, go read it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Nothing big. I think it's just a little more fine-tuning, so that's nice. Um, fusion rifles are getting changed. Sniper. It seems like everything's kind of getting touched. The snipers is a big one. Um, they're changing the airborne accuracy penalty. They're reducing it. Um, aggressive snipers decrease body shot damage from one fifty-seven point five to one thirty-five. Increase critical hit multiplier from three times to three point five. Adaptive. It seems like they're lowering body shot damage across the board. And increasing the crit multiplier by a very small fraction. Which so the question I have because these these numbers lead me to believe more PvP based. 
I, hmm. I think it's both. I don't think they said if it's a if it's a global change or a PvP it, change, but it, it seems is, it's global. Yeah, but those numbers, the way they say it, it doesn't feel like that's what it, that to me doesn't equate out to the one fifty seven point five to one thirty five for the body shot damage doesn't equate out to what it would would look like in game on a PVE side. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm reading. <clears throat> yeah, no worries. I, I see what it is. So it is kind of PvP based. Is um they really want you to get those crits, and they're reducing that damage on body because it because in the high end of PvP, even if if it doesn't kill you, you're still out of the fight because you are so critical. That's why they're reducing the damage. Gotcha. And I did see that little tidbit here. Um, so this change it it does affect the PvE, but they're buffing snipers in season twenty three for PvE by 15%. So, it, yeah, as I said, it'll offset that damage, which is nice. Now, I wonder... They didn't state anything about exotic snipers, so I'm curious how that's this is all going to affect that. Are you thinking more for um, the Whisper and... Yeah. Like a flat 15% increase in PVE on Whisper would make it viable for quite a few things. It would definitely put it back in the running. I mean, there was a time when, when it when it had its time to shine, right? When it first came out from that exotic mission, and uh, a lot of people were using it. Yeah. Yeah, we even tried it in King's Fallen Oryx. I mean, and it actually held up pretty well yeah. near one phase with all of us running it. Uh, it was with five of us. Yeah. Five and a div, which with that, you really don't need the div. Correct. So it, it's, it's viable for certain encounters, but for most, it's just it's not. You're definitely not going to get up in, uh, in Oryx's space and uh, sniper him. Nah. Um, <clears throat> shotguns are changing, too. That doesn't really affect me in any way. Doesn't seem like it's any PvE change. It's more PvP. Um, there's some perks changing. Perfect float is uh, being the timer is being extended. I don't know what that all comes on, but okay. And Kickstart is getting a change, which is. Yeah, they're just reducing the bonus damage from it from 20 to 15. So, viable change. The yeah. checkmate tuning, like they talked about last week. Um, dig the big one. Something else they added is they're increasing the score from 100 to 125 and decreasing the frequency of heavy from 90 to 180. That's kind of nice. Yeah, kind of dig that. Um, as far as future stuff, they're increasing the base damage of Gleaves and PvE and Snipers, as stated above. Um, 
Increased damage against minor combatants for pulses and autos. Uh, greatly increased damage against champions for revision, revision zero and vex mythoclast. That's interesting. So the auto rifles and the met and the vex mythoclast changes are very very interesting. I'm wondering how that's going to play out once the uh, once the buffs go live. How how gameplay and choices for those weapons are going to shift. Right. I mean, all right. I've always thought Vex was already pretty strong, but with the RPM change, I mean, it kind of, I guess maybe it needs it now. I don't know. That also maybe. makes me wonder what they're going to make fusion rifles next season as far as artifact mod. Like, they're giving it, as quoted, greatly increased damage against champions. What are fusion rifles going to be in the artifact? But that's just me. Um, there's a cutscene archive update. That's cool. Uh, you skipped one thing. What did I skip? They are also very excited to finally get the Glaive rework into our hands, including some changes they've made to the exotic class Glaives to make them more effective and enjoyable. Um... I don't think they've touched on that previously, if I remember correctly. Mm, I don't think they have. I'm curious what they're changing. I mean, the exotic glaives are kind of... They're just kind of there. They're really not that good. Well, they glaives in thing. general... Yeah, they do a thing, but glaives in general were kind of a... When they first came out, right, they were kind of a fad, and it seems like that fad has quickly worn off well i mean they've they've tried to adjust and tune them so much now that i mean i mean they were a problem in pvp and then they were overpowered in pve so then they gave them a nerf on both sides of it and now the nerf was i don't want to say it was too much but honestly it kind of was too much so they're not really viable in in-game content Because it's not like you're getting up and close with them. Correct. Like, that's just a terrible idea, because you can't <laughs> anymore. I mean... In GMs or Master Raids, you have to have your distance. Yeah. This is kind of nice. Anyways, the uh, archive update. Yeah, um, I should probably go back and watch those, honestly. Yeah, um, I mean, I started in uh, Season of Arrivals, so I think I remember seeing the uh, Season of the Worthy one because I started right before Arrivals launched. So I remembered that cutscene. But, and then looking at some of these others, like, that's, uh, it's hard to believe I've been playing that long. Like, that's not even that long, but still <laughs> it's been years yeah um they're still working on the Crotazen 48 hour 48 hour challenge emblem um apparently people still don't have it i feel bad for them honestly uh known issues 
ongoing air codes. Uh, hey, look, hive swords will occasionally consume <laughs> a player's enlightenment, but fail to be picked up in Crota's reprise. We know it's a, it's annoying. <laughs> I was reading that as you read the first one. I was like, man. Yeah. Hopefully that is on the radar to fix soon. Uh, yeah. I'm curious how long this known issues list is, but I don't want to look. Right. Uh, let's see. Arts. Movies. Um, wallpapers. I don't know. I do like the... The, your light fades away wallpaper like that's I like that yeah I actually do as well I was looking at that save image as we're just gonna we're just gonna <laughs> desktop that and then uh, don't forget about that eye that's highlighted in Guardians in the last line there it's a cute little cat that's me waiting for you to click it and look at the cat, Kato. Where? What? <laughs> and as Ikora said, continue continue your ties, Guardians. In the word Guardians. Oh. In the eye. Oh, way down there. I hadn't got that far. That is definitely a cat. <laughs> Jesus. Um, did you read the uh, Deck of Whispers article? I did not. I've been slacking I, on those. I, I didn't either. It's a it pretty is, long one. <clears throat> it is kind of neat. If you go into the helm and look at the ritual table, you can actually see all the cards laying out as like a tarot reading. It's pretty neat. When you can buy it from the uh, buy a deck of cards from the bungee store. Man, I'm so tempted. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I'll send you. A, I'll DM you a link. Don't you worry. <laughs> Thirty bucks. It's not awful. No, that's that's really not. That's that's really tempting. Not gonna lie. So now the formality of this week in Destiny is over. You mentioned uh, at the beginning. You said that you finished the story and it was kind of meh. Yeah. So I did finish the story in my. Uh, very limited uh, game time sessions this week, along with uh, trying to finish up some stuff for the title. And I'm curious. So let's, uh, let's kind of walk through it, and then I, I get your kind of overall thoughts on it and kind of what you thought might, what you would expect or what you would have hoped for, rather. So we, what, do our final tithe in that last section of the, um, the rituals or the summoning rituals section opened up. Yeah. Right. Then we had the boss in the end, uh, which wasn't awful to compete against. Um, mm. And I think uh, when you do the mission, you join in solo. And I did that solo. I actually had a bug out. Well, no. You had to restart or? Yep. He, um, when he comes running in, where you're in the shield or the bubble at the very end. I, uh, oh yes, popped a tether on him before he actually slammed his sword into the ground, and his shield disappeared, and he ran out of the bubble. 
Yeah, it was kind of annoying. Hunters and their tethers always breaking things. Yep. <laughs> so you kill him. We take him down. We get our final tithe, right? And then, so it's interesting. We, Amaru, we have Amaru resurrect Savathun. And uh, she says something to the fact of, you know, you look good in, out of your shell or in your shell or something like that yeah. to Eris. And then Eris um, drops her again and I guess tithes with her to take her power away and basically does something with it, right? And cuts off Sav- not Savathun, Zevira Wrath from the throne world. It's kind of the yes. basics of it. So we cut Zivu Wrath off, and then she basically gives up the power? Yeah. Pretty much. The long and short, yeah. This is uh, pretty much what happens. <laughs> That's the TLDR. Um, I was kind of left wanting more. And, yeah. And I want to hear your thoughts on this, but I'm, I kind of wish that she didn't give up the power and kind of expanded on the whole having or holding that power and doing more with it. Because my understanding is we need a Savathun to be able to open the portal, but we kill her, take her power, cut Ziva Wrath off, give the power up. Savathun runs away after being resurrected again. And then what? Where does that leave us? How do we get in? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. That's, uh, I think I, I agree with the fact of like wanting more. It, it was definitely not, it didn't end how I thought it was going to end. Like we, I thought we were building up. We were actually going to go, you know, hunt down Zivu. I'm glad we didn't. Cause I know Des has talked about it before where it's, um, he really hopes they don't give her the seasonal treatment, like make her a seasonal boss. But it may end up that way. Who knows? Uh, um, I did hear him say that. I think it was last week's episode when I would listen back to it, right? And then last week, was it the week before? I don't know. It's been a it, minute since he's talked about it. But I do remember hearing that. Yeah. And the fact that she has her power cut off now from the right. throne world or whatever it is cut off from the throne world yeah. could almost force them in, not necessarily force them, but also lead them to put her into a seasonal content because it's making her seem that she isn't what she used to be. She is now an easy target. So effectively, Eris severed Xavier Wrath from her own throne world. So now she is mortal. So she can be killed. It is no longer a threat. Effectively. And in turn can now be placed in seasonal content. Unfortunately. I don't know that they will. I hope they put her as part of like the story mission for final shape, but who knows? 
I mean, we know that the witness is going to be the raid boss, right? So there has to be a culmination or end of the story mission to lead up to that. I mean, mm-hmm. she potentially could be uh, part of that, uh, yeah. you know, final shape story mission. Uh, but honestly, who knows? Yeah, it's hard to say. I hope they put her in there as part of like a, I guess, like halfway through the campaign boss kind of thing. That would be interesting. But who knows? Yeah, interesting. Like, I'm sure as like if somebody actually reads the lore on it and does a little more digging, there's probably more that's actually going on there. But I did none of those things. So I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> if Des was here, he would set us straight. It pretty much. It's his own fault. <laughs> You hear that, Des? Next week, you need to explain. Please. Somebody <laughs> explain. Man. Hmm. We covered a lot. Doesn't have to be a uh, long episode. Nah. And before we depart for the evening, is there anything else that we missed this week that you've done, want to cover? Mm-hmm. Not that I can think of. Fair. Yeah, not that I can think of. Well, with that, tell everybody where they can find you. In the Discord. Discords, plural. Um, At Kato. You'll find me somewhere. Is that discord.gg slash Kato? (laughs) You have your own Discord yet? I do. <laughs> and your own podcast? Oh, God, no. I know we were joking <laughs> about it earlier. Hey, I had to ask. It, yeah. No. Nope. Interesting. Fair enough. You can find me on X, sin underscore media, over at Blue Sky, which I probably have some more invites now. So if you want one, hit me up, oh. slide up into my DMs. Forgot about uh, Blue Sky. Yeah, you're on there too. Sin Media. And then, uh, of course, here in the Discord, next to you all lovely faces, the plethora of Discords around the Al Sector Alliance. Don't forget to check out the other other folks here in Al Sector. Uh, You got Guardian Downcast. You have Two Titans and a Hunter, Potato Thumbs, and the Blueberry Lounge. All great folks. Uh, you'll see me in all those places as well. You can find the show pretty much all the places, Twitter, The Guardian Hub, or on the lovely website, theguardianhub.com. The best hub on the net. Thank you, Kato. And Mm. thank you to all the magical listeners out there. I apologize for not having a live show this week. We're keeping it brief and uh, to the point since we're missing some of the fam. But as always, until next week, have a good one. Bye. You got to put more. Bye. Nah.